Hi, we're Harder Brunch. We're Harder Brunch. And we're super excited to tell you about our adult summer camp this August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Wow. We're going to be doing a full three-day festival, and we want you to be a part of it. Let's go. It's going to be amazing. We got all your favorite comedians. We got headliners Brent Terhune and Gwen Sunkel on board. Okay. We're going to have musical acts by Clint Breeze, House of Wolves, The Tubbles. Dang. And all weekend is going to be all-inclusive. Wait, all-inclusive? That's right. One ticket price, all weekend long, gets you into everything. We're going to be bringing back all of the favorite summer camp activities you remember as a kid. We're going to be doing swimming, archery, handicrafts, canoes. Wow. All weekend long, all-inclusive. That's not even financially smart. Well, that's what we're doing. Get your tickets today at eventbrite.com, and we'll see you there. I guess we'll see you there. Welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my co-host, Thaddeus Shane McKee. Slappy, slappy, baby, got brunch. On the ones, the twos, the wheels, the steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last broke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. This is the last time I get to talk for this episode, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take the rest of it from here. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. This episode brought to you by Tinker Coffee, Smoking Goose, yeah, and Upland. The best beer you'll drink all summer. It's good when it hits your throat hole. <laughs> it's good when it hits your throat hole. A little T.O. action. <laughs> when it hits that T.O. T.O.? Yep. Throat hole action. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, how did that happen? Well, no, it was a type of hole, so, I mean, you were close. You were close. I'll back uh, you up on that one. I was thinking of the throat having an O shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> well, hi guys. We have a very, very special episode for you guys in store. We're very excited. This is Baby Got Brunch. We're downtown. Uh, this is an away game for us. We actually went to uh, Victory Field, and we're going to be broadcasting live from Baby Got Brunch. We're talking to some amazing people. Some of these people you've seen on the show before. Some of their first time. Yeah. We're talking. We're doing a bunch of interviews. We're doing a bunch of man on the street style, like grabbing people from their booths and talking to them and we're celebrating everything baby got brunch hopefully you guys can come out next time if you missed it this year it was so much fun yeah it's uh, like the vignettes of harder brunch it is harder brunch vignettes that's a great way of looking at it it was a really fun day it was a good time we ate a lot of food um we talked to a lot of uh, we i forget sometimes that we're so hard in the brunch game and then we go to a brunch event and i was like i know all these people well, uh, hey hey there's I that do, guy there's that guy yeah yeah but it got so far where some people, I think, took advantage of that. Mm. Like, we're, we've never met. And they're like, hey. <laughs> and like and I acted like I knew them. Oh. And then I walked away I'm like, I didn't really know that guy. Yeah, I don't, who was it? Who <laughs> were you? Snuck in. Like, he yeah. acted like he knew, like I, we did not know each other. Yeah, it, it, there was some influencers there that I thought were trying to, like, muscle their way onto the show. And I was like, oh, like, isn't that what we're doing? I didn't know. 
Uh, well, yeah, that happens. <laughs> when you go to Baby Guy Brunch, you're going to get hit from all different sides. Like, because we were in this corner, yeah, and people were like, "Hey, like, we want to be on the show." Like, the cool hey, like, corner. Like everybody yeah, was available that day. <laughs> they had a couple of drinks. We just did brunch. Let yeah. me just jump on harder brunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, hey, it's not like that. And yeah. There's one group that I actually wanted to get that we did not get. That makes me feel so bad. Who was that? Uh, Blue Heard. Bluebeard. Bluebeard. <laughs> Blue I know who oh, it was. Yeah, Bluebeard. Yeah. Aud- Audra and Yusuf. They were about to jump on. Yusuf had like the. Actual he was wearing our shirt. merch. Yeah, he was wearing a merch. And this is the worst to, thing we've done all year. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. And we were because we were used to getting to wait for people because mm-hmm. we didn't know. Yeah. Hey, people were getting busy. They're getting slammed. So hey, we'll get you in. Yeah. So we got someone in, and then they had to wait, and they're like, "Hey, we can't." So official apology to our friends at, at Bluebeard. Uh, we love you, and that you thank you for being a sponsor of adult summer camp and uh we need to get you in studio as soon as possible that's an apology from harder brunch yeah i feel like we should probably start off with more apologies it feels good i feel like that deserves shame. a shame for all of harder yeah brunch. We, we we get a self-shame yeah. it's a self-shame and that's in front of everybody shame. let yeah. it go for one more shame mm, yeah. feel that you get it too, Zach. Shame. I hope you're feeling it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Casey, you were there, but I hope you're feeling it as well. Always. This is all hard to run third, third party shame. And we don't do that. Uh, but I'd say if a little bit was even Alan's fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, he to like, put up with a show that does that, that would do that to his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's that ridiculous. Alan Give one to Alan Sturberg. He's a bad husband for. <laughs> Being friends with us, <laughs> yeah, he supports us. So that's on you, Alex. She trusted you. What Do type better. of podcast are you listening to? Uh, we have a great episode, guys. We're so excited, and let's go ahead and get into it right now. Enjoy. We're here talking to the man, the myth, the legend, Larry Dickerson from Culinary Crossroads. Hey. And um, Culinary Crossroads, uh, that's exactly what we're finding ourselves here today at Baby Got Brunch. Absolutely. You know, as we were walking around, this is the um, exactly what we try to communicate out to folks. You go and, and walk around here and you see the, the diversity that in all the different offerings that they have there, uh, the group of people that are here. Uh, you know, if you could just give a chance to have people come here and see it, they'd understand why we talk about Culinary Crossroads, right? It makes it the place where people want to live, work, and play. I've been fortunate enough to been in Indianapolis my whole life, and the uh, leaps and bounds uh, expansion of the culinary scene has just been, like, even in the past 15 years, has been amazing. I remember when it was just all chain restaurants, you know, you could only find an Outback or an Applebee's, and... And and now uh, it, it's like it's not even just downtown. Now you, now now you're finding these great, amazing restaurants on all sides of town. Uh, so many super talented chefs, service industry professionals, uh, bartenders, baristas, people that really care about like uh, improving the culture, you know, the food culture. Yeah, and you know, one of the things that's really coming together um, is the partnerships between the the protein and the produce providers and the chefs, right? I mean, everybody likes to talk about farm to table, but I think that uh, we're actually living it here probably as well. 
as any place in the country or around the world. I mean, you've got folks up there that are raising the cattle or or uh, raising and processing the, the ducks, and they're and they're out there spending time with the chefs, and they're working there together. And I think that's when you can really like deliver it. And in today's world, I think once that message gets out and people see it, that's a differentiator there that makes uh, mm. people say, you know, there really is something going on there, not just in Indianapolis as well, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, we're talking three hours either way. You can Statewide. go to Fort Wayne, go yeah. to New Albany, Evansville, up in the in the region, and you see that that same level of quality uh, and interest, if you will. I love how you added the crossroads in there. That's that's definitely our brand. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, and it, you know, it, 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 it is. And, you know, as we're walking around here today and, and it's, a, you know, it's a crossroads. If you had people that you could get them and say, you want to stop here and spend a day and get them down here, they would walk away and say, wow, this is this is special. Have you ever thought of creating like a map? Of, of places to hit that are like, LD, like a bourbon a bourbon trail yeah, if you will LD trail <laughs> I don't know if that it, it probably would be the Jolene trail she knows okay. she knows uh, more than me but but along those lines I, I think you guys are getting it we're now putting out a you know, a biweekly newsletter that's going out to folks and that's growing and we break that down by north central and south and and every time that you pick that up it'll have at least 15 different events and festivals that are taking place and then we also also talk about destinations and restaurants for folks to go to. Okay. And, uh, you know, where that has really come for us is from the On the Road uh, dinner series, mm. right? Where we've, oh, yeah. we've gone out there and we've identified three or four chefs in each one of those areas. And, you know, it's a, it's amazing the talent that we have. And now what has happened is that we're bringing some of those chefs up here, like over at Tommy Reddick's uh, mm-hmm. uh, program that we have there. We're bringing them up to cook for folks. So, oh, you know, awesome. and, and we're selling that that says the more people know about what's lying outside of Indianapolis, that, that, that makes Indianapolis even more attractive because people will say, I'm going to stay an extra day and I'm going to drive down to New Albany and then I'm going to come back. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've personally, I've uh, typically been the person that uh, the far, farthest, farther I get away from Irvington, I start losing my powers. You know? right. So right. I, I, I don't typically go past too far past Broad Ripple. Right, it'll get to this. But I'm also a traveling comic now, so I am starting to get out and like we go to different places in Indiana, and I am pleasantly surprised with the amount of talent that I'm seeing. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, uh, it's exceptional uh, to, to say the least. But you know, for today, focusing here on the on the Indianapolis area, we walked you know we walked around here uh, over the last hour and. You know, saw the different chefs that were there, and we're already starting to think. You know, you guys are familiar with our spring dinner series. Oh, yeah. That, that um, some of those folks, we hope to have them out there for that, that event uh, next spring. I will say this: if you, if you get an opportunity to get tickets to this dinner series, about um, the one we went to was at the the country club. Yeah, at Highland Highland Country Club. I got to go there for my birthday. It was yeah, it was it was it, it was, was Thad's uh, birthday dinner. And it was, I mean, we're people that are not easily blown away by food, you know, and we were definitely blown away. Well, yeah. you, you know, one of the really, I mean, thank you very much. We're, we're, we're thrilled that, uh, you know, that was our third year already on it. And uh, every time that we go out there, we get new people like you that are coming out there to it and they tell folks about it. And it's become quite an institution. And, 
you know, our theme there is great food, great talent, great causes. One of the things that's really exciting and I think is one of the underpinnings for where we're heading here in Indianapolis is, as you all know, we started the Hardesty Scholarship Fund. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And we have $33,000 in that, which says everything about what Greg Hardesty meant to this oh, community. Yeah. And we have identified our first two recipients. So we'll have two students that are there. And people say, well, you know, why is that so important? Well, at the end of the day, for all these chefs that are out here and these restaurants are here, you got to have a ground uh, a game there in order to create the talent that's going to be there to help them out uh, in the near future mm-hmm. and be the next generation of those chefs. So we're we're thrilled to be part of that, and you guys do a wonderful job when you're out there because you're you know you're talking the talk, and as we've talked about before, you know it's your culinary crossroads, right? We don't we own that our 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 thrill will be when all these folks there they're saying yeah you know we're thrilled to be here in the culinary crossroads mm-hmm. and it's coming well, what i look at it as uh, you guys are the tracks we are the train <laughs> and there we go there we go yeah crossroads of america baby there you go Woo-hoo! Indiana. and speaking of, and speaking of the uh, collaboration effort uh, culinary crossroads is a uh, marquee sponsor of harder brunch adult summer camp Woo! we're going to be at the culinary uh, crossroads uh um what a stage for the for the music. We're gonna have um, House of Wolves, Tubbles. Tubbles. We got Clint Breeze. Clint Breeze. Uh, Fred Miller the third. Fred Miller band. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun experience and it's all brought around food. That's what that's why we're having this. If you can meet around the table, have food, music, drinks you're going to have a good time. And that's that's the heart and soul of friendship. Well, and, you know, you guys do a, a phenomenal job. That's why it's a, it's an easy decision for us to support what you're doing. Thank and as you, you know, uh, next idea that you have up, uh, come and see us, and we want to be part of it because uh, you guys do a great job. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Let's, you. let's get into the important hard-hitting questions. Let's, let's do it. What's been the favorite thing that you've eaten today so far? Uh, you know, um, one of the group had had the uh, the Asian noodles. I okay. thought those were I thought those were phenomenal. Nice. Uh, another one had like the taquitos, the little sausage taquitos. But the the one I think maybe it went to the top was those creamy grits, and they had it there with was the shrimp cinnamon and, and, no. the, and the shrimp. I keep hearing about it. Were there cinnamon? There's cinnamon in the grits. No, I don't salmon. know. Salmon. Oh, I thought you said cinnamon. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It was cinnamon salmon. It had just like a little essence there to it. Yeah. Just a kiss of cinnamon. I thought maybe if I put just a little more honey on it there, there I'll be, I'll be all set. It's a breakfast salmon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my goodness! Uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Um, if uh, where can people find the Culinary Crossroads online and check out everything that's going on with them? Yeah, you can um, check out our website culinarycrossroads.org. org. Uh, you can go on Facebook at, at Culinary Crossroads IN, uh, and I would urge you to go to the website and and sign up for the e newsletter, nice. and then uh, hopefully I'll get back with you all after September because we've got some big things coming with our website and some other activities that hey. we're going to be putting out. Awesome, can't right, wait. LD. Thank you all so right. much. Thanks, Appreciate guys. you. We love Always talking to you. Yeah, take care. Bye bye. I have no interest in embarrassing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, we're here uh, talking to Eric from Ashblades. What's up, guys? Now, Thanks for having me. Are you Ashblades? It's me. That's you. It's me. Wow. Just me. These hands. Wow, that's a that's a, in my uh, garage. Bladesmithing is that what it's called? That's it, is man. That the correct thing. Yeah. So I got I got to say for the people maybe I don't know 
living under a rock or outside of the Indianapolis area. Um, Ashblade's known as one of the like the premier um, maker of chef knives and other knives and, 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 and bladed instruments. I'm doing a terrible job of selling these <laughs> yeah, dude, I, this, bladed instruments. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, I like I I wanted to get one for uh, the very beginning dude, of Harder Brunch, and beasts. I feel like you guys were backlogged for I like. Was. You're like, well, yeah, we'll get all right on that. Uh, when do you need that? Three years from now? <laughs> it like, was. Oh, oh, this is this is something different here. This yeah. is something different. But yeah. no, it is. It's 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 one man making it. You know, like. You're always busy, right? You're just always making knives. Yes, I'm always making knives, or I also do sharpening for restaurants around the city. And mm. people bring me their knives to my shop, too. But a couple of times a month, um, I get out and go to various restaurants, and I bring my whetstones, and I set up in the back of their kitchen, nice. and I get all their knives touched up. And uh, it, <laughs> that's actually kind of a funny thing. Every time I go sharpen for a restaurant for the very first time, they have to warn everyone there, because invariably... Mm, someone's cutting themselves. Someone's cut, taking the tip of a yeah. finger off. And I love that you're wearing a Band-Aid right now. I never trust a bladesmith <laughs> that doesn't have a Band-Aid. That means your knives are sharp. I'm lucky to only have one because my other wounds healed enough to take them off. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was gently cleaning a knife last night. You cut yourself uh, often? Oh, yeah, either cut myself or, you know, there's it's, it's all handmade. And so my fingers are always getting stabbed. They're getting mm. the tips of them are getting abraded away yeah. by burnt know, yes oh yeah my fingers are like asbestos now uh, they <laughs> yeah I beat the hell out of my hands how, how, long, how long have you been making knives my very first knife I, I ever made was probably like nine years ago it's a total piece of shit but it's a shop knife it's hanging up in my shop and then I, and I loved it and I made another one that one sucked too and it's hanging up <laughs> in my shop and it's a shop knife yeah. and I did that about six or eight times uh, and every one of them was terrible but I loved it and I got a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better that's what I say about podcasts <laughs> I mean that's everything the first that's, one was awful that's it man that's skill yeah. building mm -hmm. right you, you know the first time you make a grilled cheese you're gonna burn the shit out of it what uh, got, but over time you can get good at it you know Yeah. what got you into uh, making knives like did you watch like Dr. Quinn medicine woman uh, <laughs> growing up or Pioneer well, so it is kind of a mix of things. What really got me into it was wanting to be able to keep my own knives sharp. Yeah. Right? So I do most of the cooking in my household. Mm. And then, you know, yeah, I grew up being in the outdoors with my family. And, you know, you got to have a good sharp knife. And uh, one year for Christmas, my parents got me a decent, like a pretty good factory knife. Mm. And, you know, over a year's worth of use, it dulled out. Okay. And, I, and I was like, all right, well, what do I do? I, I don't know of a sharpener around here. So I contacted the manufacturer and they're like, yeah, you can send it back. We'll sharpen it for free, but it's going to take a month. And I was like, this is the only knife I have. I can't wait a month to get my knife back. I have to cook tomorrow. Mm -hmm. okay. So um, I started learning how to sharpen on whetstones. That's great. And then over time, after you sharpen enough knives, you start thinking like, I wonder if I could make one of these. I know my way around them well enough. You know, it's a simple tool. People have been making these things for like 2.8 million years. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably figure this out. I mean, it turns out I was terrible at it, but I loved it. You know, it was so fun. Yeah. I really just couldn't stop making them. And then it, then it was just sort of like a growth thing where it's like, mm. I know I can do better and I'm using my hands, and I'm making something cool, and yeah. I want to do that. I want to do better now. And then, you know, then you just kind of get hooked, and then no, that's it. Because, <laughs> like, Ash Blades is yep. ubiquitous in Indianapolis. I feel like I feel like there's... I, I couldn't name the, the second knife guy. 
Like I, I only I, I'm sure you can Because you, you get to know Your competition But like When I think of Knives in Indianapolis I only I'm like oh yeah It's Ash Blades And um, that means You know I've never met you before That yeah. means your your reputation Definitely precedes you The quality of your work uh, I've, follow, I've been following The Graham for years Some of the most Beautiful knives What do we got here Yeah this you is the grand prize I know nobody can see this But you guys can Oh so whoever, Oh this is the one That they're the raffling off Yeah Whoever gets the most votes today They're gonna win A handcrafted knife wow. I've been a sponsor For Baby Got Brunch from the from the from the get go, and this is what I always do. I make you, a knife. I'm scared to touch it. Can you hold it up and show it to the camera there? Oh, we do have a camera. And uh, and just uh, tell us about that knife. Yeah. So this is um, made out of a steel called AEBL. It's a uh, razor blade steel. It's stain resistant, meant to get nice and thin. Uh, it's 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 got a high hardness and it really high toughness. Just takes a screaming sharp edge, and then the handle material is this like Tiffany blue laminate, and then you can't see it really well in the shade, but it's got this sort of like sparkling grapefruit kind of Paloma style mm. resin in there that the sun comes through and it really sparkles. Uh, so yeah, that's the knife. A nice little petite that chef. Is, that's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, you know what you weigh around a knife. Hold it. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know how to hold <laughs> you, a knife. You know you know what you weigh around that thing. Um, I usually yeah. hold it from the blade. <laughs> you won't want to hold that one that okay. way. <laughs> and what, what's this part right here? There the, is that just like a design, or what? What is that? So that is part of the essentially the like forge scale that's left over from the actual heat treatment process. Um, in Japan, they sometimes call that the, a, a kuro uchi finish. Um, in Western countries, it's usually just called brute de forge or something like that. But that's essentially just kind of the remnant, an artifact of the heat treatment process. And mm. you can grind all that off if you want to. Yeah. But I like to leave it on there because it just gives a little bit of a visual um, contrast, especially to a blade that's kind of bright and shiny like that. Now, when you go to someone else's house and they're like, hey, mm -hmm. Eric, can you cut these lemons up? And you grab one of their knives and it's dull as hell. Does that What, what does that do to your insides? So there's a couple of things. I often travel with my own knives. Uh, I won't be caught in that situation. That makes sense. That and checks then, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then number two, uh, depending on how far we're going and how long we'll be there, I sometimes bring my stones too mm. because I'm not going to leave a dull knife somewhere. Uh, a dull knife is a is a dangerous knife, right? I love that uh, because you got to put that much force in that you go way more force into a dull knife than you do a sharp one. Yeah. A sharp knife will go where you want it to to go. A dull knife will go whichever way is the fastest way through the material. Mm. That's how it'll go. But a sharp one will go exactly where you tell it to go. So a lot of times, like when I'm going to see my folks, I bring my stones with me. They know yeah. I'm going to, and I sharpen all their knives, and then we use them. Um, if I go to a friend's house or something and I don't have time, then I'll hone it. I'll do everything I can to make sure that it's ready to use. But I always tell people, like, don't be embarrassed about the quality of your knives. Mm -hmm. Just keep them sharp. Bring them yeah. to me. Let me get them sharp. Let me get a, a, a razor-sharp edge. Let me get just... just do as much as we can to make this tool as efficient as possible so that, you know, whether it's food prep or, you know, you're filleting fish or you're, you know, camping or something with your family and you need a knife to, like, whittle sticks, whatever that is, if it's sharper, it's safer than dull. And so I don't care if it's, like, a $10 blister pack knife from, you know, a big box store. Bring it to me. Sharper is better than dull. And so that's, you know... What is the current waiting list on, say, uh, a harder brunch pairing knife? I think I could get you one before the holidays. 
Let's put that in the queue. Like a, that's our Christmas wish. That's yeah. Let's I think put I that can in do the that. Queue. Yep. I mean, I don't want you to put in the stocking because it can fall out. <laughs> no, and stab oh, this, someone's toe. This is funny. My very first time I went and sharpened at a uh, at a farmer's market. One of my one of my favorite customers I've ever had, a guy named Skip, uh, who uh, who passed a few years ago ago from cancer, sadly. But he was a great dude. He showed up with a brown bag full of knife. He pulled every knife out of his <laughs> out of his a knife box or his block, right? Yeah. And they were so dull that he just put them in a paper sack and brought them to me. And and I was like, hey, you probably need something more than that when you come yeah. back. And he was like, no, nah, it'll be fine. I brought him there than that. So I get them all sharpened up. He puts them in the sack, picks the sack up, and they scatter all over oh the table. And he's like, oh, no. Okay, I'll be back. So he could walk there from his apartment. So he just walked home and got a bath towel and rolled them up in the bath towel and took them home after that. But, yeah, that we, we only had to learn that lesson once. Knives sharp enough to go through a sack. Oh, man, that knife will go through anything. Do you ever uh, one of one of the most like soothing things for me is to watch these YouTube videos where they're doing like knife refurbishing. Like oh yeah, do a ton of those. Find like a knife in like the dirt somewhere yep. that's been there for thirty years yep, and yep. make it all sexy and cool again. Yeah. Is that something you like to do? I do, and in fact, I've thought about putting that kind of stuff on YouTube um, because I do a lot of knife repair. People bring me old knives, their grandfather's or great grandpa's old knife or whatever, mm. and you know, their great grandma's old paring knife that she'll use to wrap up in her apron, and they're mm. like, "Can you bring this thing back to life?" And the answer is, yeah, absolutely. As long as it still has good quality steel, um, we can do any number of things. You know, if it's just to to fix what's there the best we can, or whether it's to do fully new handles that will last another generation, um, I do a lot of restorations now do you ever venture outside of like traditional knives like do you ever do swords or anything uh longer uh edged weapons i made a uh, sabrage saber out of race car parts oh yeah yeah out of indycar parts that's sure awesome did. yeah yeah i have it uh in my house right now i haven't figured out whether i should try and sell that or not uh but uh yeah no. it's, it's basically like a short a sword for yeah, you know, like a long dagger, short short. Yeah, it's about that long. It's curved and it's for popping, say, you know, champagne bottles. bottles. Oh my god, brush saber. Now, have you kind of got in or dabbled with swords at all? Well, I mean, uh, so what I would say is that sword is heat treated such that if it was used as one, it would function as one. So yes, I have made a short sword. I just left the geometry a little different so that it could chop off, you know, champagne or champagne uh, tops instead of. Yeah, if whatever. you have a short sword, it has to be curved to pop pop it off. No, it can be straight because really you're just making contact at one spot. No, no. I mean, hell, you can do that with the back of a chef knife if you want to. It just feels fancier to do it yeah, with yeah, a saber. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So yeah, I made. I made a sword. Yeah, about no, that big. No, you're here at Baby Got Brunch Day. You have a oh, booth. Yeah. You have a booth. I are, don't. Are, yeah. you this, have a booth? this year, I decided I just want to float around. And oh, chat you're just with hanging people. out. Okay. I'm just hanging out today. I'm, okay, I, cool. I went to every vendor. I shot video of them. I'm, I'm slowly getting all those posted up to Instagram. Nice. I shot a video of how to do the voting. I want to get that up before the end of the day, so that anybody who follows me, who happens to be here, they'll at least know how to vote. They'll know what the what the point of it is, and uh, get their votes in there for somebody to to win that knife. 
Oh, so, oh, that's awesome. Uh, it, it just kind of reminded me, like, so when I was a kid, my my mom took me to the state fair. Yeah. And, you know, like, the backside of the state fair, they're just selling stuff. Yeah. There was, like, you know, this was, like, in the 90s. Yeah. Was, like, somebody was just selling, like, the world's sharpest knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were doing demos <laughs> where it was, like, you can cut through a tin can. And my mom bought it hook, line, and sinker. We but she spent way too much money on this knife set. Yeah, because because the demo was you could cut through, you could saw through a tin can with it. Yes, um, I mean with a serrated blade, uh, you can saw through just about <laughs> anything, and maybe that's the trick. Um, I wouldn't want to saw through a tin can with that, but uh, you better believe it to get through it. Yeah, it's just gonna need a little bit of edge repair at the end, but uh, mm. yeah. Well, he'll do it. Eric, thank you so much. You guys, uh, thank real, you. Real quick, yep. uh, where can people find you and follow you on social media? Okay, so it's Ash Blades, A-S-H-B-L-A-E-D-S. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And uh, that is the exact, you know, www.ashblades.com. That's my website. You can contact me there. If you guys want to come out for the harder brunch and pick all the materials and look over the designs and see the forging process and stuff, oh, come I on out. Wait. We definitely like to do that. Yeah. yeah, come on out. All right, let's set that up. And thank you so much. Brother. Fellas, thank you thank so much. You. Jeff. Thank you. Nope. Metal mic. That's a good microphone up in our. This week on the After Brunch podcast. If, if I didn't have his leash in my hand, my dog would be gone. He would have just been down the river. He would have been drowned. Like I had to like, he was underwater. I had to pull him up on top of me. He's scratching my face, getting on top of the canoe. And just like, what the fuck are we doing? Why are we doing this? There's Were no you about reason. To drown too? Yeah, I was, I was. I was like, I just need to save this dog. Like, this is the last thing I do is save the dog. And they're like, he died saving the you, dog. Oh, you're about to <laughs> you die don't get, saving the dog. You don't get exonerated for that if you're the piece of shit that brought him in there. <laughs> just because you, you got him out. No. You're not a hero, man. You just made it neutral. You save the dog. Yeah, you just made it neutral. And there's five other people in danger. Did you just save his dog? Join us at patreon.com slash harder brunch. Y'all ready for this? Oh, that, I got really close. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys also took a cue and ran with it. That was great. That was... We're, we're really good sound machines because we, we keep meaning to have our uh, fart machine on our podcast. We, do. we just make it up. She taught me a new sound yesterday. What was the new sound? I can't do it. Oh, is it a fart sound? No, but this is a good one. <laughs> it gives you a mouth kazoo? That's yep. amazing. And welcome back to our sound section. <laughs> where we are just going to do some random sounds and you tell us if you like them or not. Uh, we, we got ahead of ourselves. We didn't do introductions. This is uh, Sid and Haley from the Blow Your Skirt Up podcast. Hi, peeps. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the show. I promise you that she's real. I feel like you thought she was an AI robot, but she's oh, I, 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 I didn't think she was an AI robot. I thought you had an imaginary friend. <laughs> I thought that's... A that's lot of people think that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. when people are like, "Oh, my girlfriend lives in Canada." You yep. know, like you—you're mm. you, you, never gonna meet her, but she's she's real. I promise. She goes to a different school. She goes to a different school. <laughs> you don't even go here. <laughs> and Haley, I'm glad you got my notice. I said, "Can you please wear the biggest hat I've ever seen?" And you were like, "Not a, not a problem." Oh my I'm god! The one that she wanted to wear was like. <laughs> she goes not today. I said that is not the vibe. She'd be bumping and knocking people over with yeah. it. It's fucking huge. I already do. This isn't the Kentucky Derby, okay? Hey, no, can you guys watch your language, no please? There's no formula to love. Oh, really? 
Okay. What's that? I forgot to ask. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He said, can you watch your language? And I was like, this is a family podcast. How dare you? Shoot. Okay. No, you can, you, can, you, you can say whatever you want. You can yeah. say fart, balls, you, anything. You say it shucks. It shucks? No, thank you. So we just interviewed Jennifer Magley and Ronnie Jefferson yesterday, and like all the podcasts are on, they they talk about their like real serious, but we there's a question that we asked that we asked both of them because we're like, we're talking about these leadership and ownership, all these great topics, but then we're like, let's see how they respond. And so what was the one you came up with yesterday? I asked Ronnie if he would rather swim in a pool full of poo or a pool full of dead bodies. Oh. What would you guys pick? Ooh, bodies. Really? Yeah, because I don't want the poop from the dead bodies to come out. So I'd rather, you know what I mean? You have a cuddle buddy, though. Wait. So the dead, dead, I don't like poop. I'm a, that's What's the consistency of said poop? Is this like a liquid situation? You're the first person that's asked about the consistency yeah. of the poop. Yeah. Uh, both. It's both. Liquid and, liquid and, and solid. Solid. Mm-hmm. Or like... I think like, what's the consistency of the bodies? <laughs> like, are they liquid? Teeth. Like, some of them will be liquid. Yeah, some of them will be solid. So you make up your... I just want to cuddle, make it buddy. Up. You can't cuddle with shit, so... I, That's weird. Uh, I'm gonna have to go poo. I'm gonna have to go in the yeah, poo because the, the, the you, yeah, it would be too much. <laughs> you, I don't think you can ever. You can take a shower and get poo off you. Yeah, you, can't, you can't go through something physically and. Yeah, oh. there's, there's gonna be a lot of trauma with those dead bodies. Okay. Yeah, there's thing. I've fallen in shit before. <laughs> yeah, I've fallen shit. And I, I've been fine. <laughs> what kind of shit? Well, who's, who's poo? Oh, you a lot of different types of shits. Mm. Cow shit. Oh, my, my grandpa was a vet, so we'd have to, you know. Mm. What's the burn worst cows. that you stepped in? What's I, the worst? I, I wiped my own shit on myself one time to cover up wow. the fact that I had been smoking pot. Like I like went outside. Was like, I was like fourteen. I was like fourteen, and I smoked pot, and then I got so high and Is paranoid that I thought my parents were gonna know, and then I just. <laughs> took a little poop and I smeared some on my shirt um, and my story was going to be when I walked back in that I slipped in some dog dew in the yard that I heard a noise but it was your outside. own shit but it was my own and then the worst part about the whole thing is I, I did all of this and then I went inside and it wasn't my parents that were up it was my stepsister who didn't care if I was smoking pot whatsoever oh my gosh you did it for no reason and she, I walked in and she goes you smell like shit um, one can you marry me right now the commitment is real and it seems like that can't happen now and two yeah. um, Billy Madison we need, we need to let you know that that we upped the uh, pee pants yeah. that is incredible um, can we cut that, Zach? I don't know if we want to embarrass you on that story. I'm embarrassed for him right now. Okay, I love that. All right, would you rather have peanut butter in a sweaty, hairy armpit or, like, you like it off, or Done fungus that. gross toes with guacamole? Oh, question, do I get to pick the armpit? No. Like, as long as there's hair in it, yes. I mean, I would do like 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 a woman's hairy armpit with we some peanut butter. We should pick out an armpit. Like yeah, <laughs> like, show me the armpit first. Come on. I'm gonna say probably no to the toe jam. No toe jam. Yeah. One, well, I'm, I'm in the I'm armpits. I'm gonna say no jam. I'm into armpits. <laughs> so armpits all day. So is she? What? Are, I can't hear that. That's probably why you wear. He said head he's in armpits. I said so is she. I mean, it can be a very like okay. Erogenous. Zone. It is. It's one of your seven, right? One of your seven. Erogenous. 
indigenous neurons. <laughs> what are your seven indigenous zones? Indigenous zones? I don't like that. That's I call, immediately racist. I call this the reservation under my arm. I mean, that's what I call that. Anything that stinks in your indigenous zone, I'm not, I'm not here for this. Eliminate the negative. Focus on the positive. You guys are so positive. So, yeah. You guys seem like fun. you guys have been having a fun time out there. We have. Getting the drinks that baby got brunch. I've been having some food. Did you guys get to have any food yet? All the food. All the food. Who's who's the, your right yeah, who's the scene yeah. out? Who do you like right now? I don't know. You're going to have to go um, first. Bearded Bagel had, so I didn't like their main stuff, but they Whoa. had a little triangle. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's good. And Positive Tom, stuff no, only, Tom Haley. is amazing. Like, I love their stuff. It's great. But he took it on an extra level and actually made it this morning, he said, and, like, sprinkled it with a topper. And then also the Holman, which reminds me of something else but Holman mm -hmm. they had another bagel with base and it tasted like a spicy margarita oh, in your yeah. mouth and mm. fucking nailed it like sorry nailed it <laughs> that's so strike two yeah, <laughs> freaking nailed but, it yeah we're, we're we're stacking up the fines but if it was toasted on the bottom a little bit I would have yeah it was just that. a raw a did raw you get to try bagel. the shrimp and grits did not get no. I've heard amazing things about so it. who had that I don't know, but uh, I've heard, I want to say Starlight. I know, that's what's um, hard for me. I had a lot of great food, but I can't remember what they Um, AJ, well, that's why they have the scan code, I think. Well, AJ, the one with the beard and the bourbon and whatever, there was this taco with the perfect amount of texture sauce. It was like bacon, and I don't even know, but his description was orgasmic. Five minutes long. It was so mm. good. But that was the first thing that blew my skirt up, I think, on all cylinders. They're my favorite. So oh, it's yeah. the B&B, &B, I think. B nice. Oh, yeah, BB&B. BB and bourbon bras and babes. And babes. beyond. Babes. Uh, and speaking of blow your skirt up, uh, real quick, do you want to just tell our audience a little bit about your podcast? Uh, we are Blow Your Skirt Up, and we're in Indianapolis, Indiana. Sydney lives in St. Louis, so hey you. We can find us at Blow Your Skirt Up, and we'll be uh, launching our website here soon. We have it. We just got to, like, put pictures on and do that. But um, And we are going to be recording from Scosche Studios in Garfield Park, Indianapolis, going forward. So give us a shout-out. Don't you have an episode with them, Dyke? No, I've not, I've not been on the podcast. Oh. We've had Haley on our podcast talking about oh, it. Oh, but they didn't have us on theirs. No, or it, it wasn't so, reciprocated. So you guys need to come on. Is that an invite? Right. Hey! Can we make them brunch and show them our skills? Oh, for sure. And then let us host you. And sure. Yeah. I'm never going to turn down someone making brunch. Okay. We could name our softer brunch. Softer brunch. There you go. Softcore Soft brunch. Softer brunch. And Haley, did you get a harder brunch t-shirt? I have one. I didn't get another one for her, and I'm moving right now, so I didn't know which box it was in, mm. and I'm immediately regretting my, my decision today. So. Yeah, because everybody that's wearing these, I saw Yusuf out there, there's people wearing these yeah. Harder Brunch shirts. All of our friends, all of our family. I'm not going to lie, people seriously look good they look in these red. cherry, uh, beautiful Harder Brunch shirts, and people are asking, where can we get more? So, I would love for you guys to blow up your skirts and get a dozen of these shirts. <laughs> Is that how you say it? It's, you said it, it wrong? No, you said it wrong. I don't know. I'd like for them to blow up their skirts. Blow well, their skirts up. Well, so yeah. how that's their podcast. We can sell their ass to either of those shirts. What happens? Huh? What's up? If we get you sell the rest of your t-shirts, you have to come out in your green neon uh, like. Well, you just proposed to Dyke, so Dyke will have to marry you. You. <laughs> you're in it. You're in it. That's how that works. I think. It's, 
No consent. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. He'll be Sid, your chef. Real your quick, um, you're, you live in St. Louis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you met Nelly? No. Any, I have not. Any of the St. Lunatics? No. Okay. No follow-up questions. <laughs> I know. No follow-up questions. I have nothing to add. Now, when you guys started the podcast, did you live here and then you moved? or nope, did I've you, never lived here. You've never lived we here. We just are best friends from college. What? Mm-hmm. And you just come here often enough to do a podcast? Yeah, we've there. done some remote episodes. My parents live an hour and a half away, so sometimes we'll oh, kind of cool. meet in the middle that way. It honestly was good because it's like it forces us to hang out with each other every month. So either she comes to me or I go to her or she comes to my parents. So. Nice. And what, like, what kind of guests are you guys most interested in getting? Everyone. That's a whole thing. Like, we love everyone's perspective. So our four ships that we talk about the most are leadership, friendship, ownership, and relationships. And so we want to get everyone's opinion and have smart conversations, even if we do you know, very in opinion. So we had Ronnie Jefferson and Jennifer Maglion. And it was freaking awesome right. to hear their perspectives. And But we yeah. didn't just focus on one part of them because we're so many things. Right. And I think people will pigeonhole. And it's like, we, we all have so many emotions. Let's tap into the other sides so people then can connect. And then, like, we're not just bashing one group. We'll just... Like, we want to involve male perspectives, just things that are different than us. Like, mm. so that's what we're What's been the most, like, surprising or revealing thing that's happened uh, on your podcast so far? Or any mm. big moments that kind of stick out to you? Yesterday was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, I had never met either Jennifer or Ronnie, but both of those interviews, like, totally blew my mind. Just, and then we hung out with Ronnie and one of our friends last night, and it was just so, I don't know. Yeah. It's probably not a very good answer, but... Well, you, like, we saw them help us out, and then it's like, I talk about these people, or she'll get, connect someone, and then we get to have this harmonious thing, like, oh, these are actually good people, and you're seeing it for the first time, and I get, like, it's just a really cool effect. And we were in our studio. Yeah. So, like, we're Congratulations making that. On the That's new, probably why it yeah. was so cool, because it was setup. really surreal that we, I came to Indy, and that was our first time recording outside of... Um, What's it called? Round table. Round table, yeah. I mean, there were, there's no cabinets, there's dust everywhere, like, we didn't have everything, and there, the basement's flooded. But, but you're like, making it, you're making it happen. Yeah. I saw, I saw your producer, John Overton, he was just on the, earlier, yeah. uh, he was posting some pictures, and I was like, oh, man, they really put that together, like, that looks He's, like a real podcast didn't, didn't studio. Did he look good? Like, yeah, it looked great. He was in his own element, it was fun. But spent a lot of time with us yesterday. He was probably like, "Dear God, <laughs> get me away." No, I, I I actually talked to him right afterwards, and he he, he seemed very proud of everything they did. That means a lot. Because like we need to take notes from this. Y'all set up is so like organic and, and humbling. I'll shut up now. No, no, no. Sorry, it was oh. some sort of yacht rock just started blaring. Oh, <laughs> no, this is our really? setup. It is very organic. <laughs> Uh, it's very organic. Sid, what do you do professionally outside of podcasting? I work for an agriculture company. Oh. Yeah, within the division of liquid oils. Okay. So cooking stuff. Cooking oils. Yeah. Mm. Agriculture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she gets all no follow-up questions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You, you said that you said that job like you've never been there before. <laughs> like, it's, I, I started in November, so same company for five years now. But I just transitioned from grain, so I've done grain for like all of my professional 
corporate America life, so it kind of is. I okay. still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. If you would have told me you'd be in ag sales or market numbers, I, I would have been like, what? She's like this fashion guru, and like she went to school for fashion. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so funny. She's so multifaceted. She can just never know where the fashion is going to take you. Well, ladies, thank you so much for taking time out of your day and talking to us. Thank you. Uh, real quick, where can people find and follow your podcast on social media? At Blow Your Skirt Up on Instagram. Yep, and then she's or I'm Hey Hey Forty Four, and I'm at Cinti Ten on Instagram as well. Go yeah. check them out, guys, and thank you so much for talking to us. Thanks, for and having enjoy the rest of your day. Camp. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, adult summer camp coming up. It's we're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's already happening. Yay. Uh, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lila's bye. I'm gonna mispronounce someone's name or forget. Like, it's Smith. You idiot! How dare you? <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but, you know, I've had people come up, Ashley. Mm, you do kind of look like a Brooke. Yeah. I, I, really? I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad name. Okay. Yeah, a good Brooke. Yeah, a good, a good Brooke. Brooke. Not the bad one. Not a bad Brooke. Okay. Not a Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> like a Brooke Shields, if you will. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good Brooke. Wow. That's a good Brooke. Compliment machine. <laughs> you heard that natural reaction. Brooke Shields. Okay. All right. Fix the hair and hi! Oh my goodness, guys! I'm so excited. We're here with the co-founder yes. of Baby God Brunch, yes. the Godmother. I love that, Bridget Davis. Welcome back to the program. It's, Thank you. It's been about a year since it was about a year ago that we had you on Harder Brunch. Yeah. And you, you, you were both talking about this, and you painted a very good picture. I still had no idea the scope of it till I walk into. A literal uh, baseball stadium, <laughs> and see wh- what a huge event this is. Yes. I'm glad you came this year. It's it's been so much fun. One, we do know a lot of people in the brunch game, so yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah, all of our friends are here. Like this is wonderful. Yeah, how could you have not been before? And then uh, I did, I don't think I was cool enough before. I don't think <laughs> I, I I knew what was going on. But um, it's it's been amazing just sitting here and literally like talking to people like vendors, uh, friends that have rolled in. Everyone's having a great time. Blast. Everyone's doing cool stuff. Everyone's just been raving about the food, their favorites, and, yeah. and it's been and so much fun. And then even like people like us like sitting in the back and they're like, what are those guys doing? <laughs> they're like, are you a band? I was like, we're a band of idiots. But <laughs> I don't think we're. Uh, but no, it's been it's been so much fun. Uh, what what is it like from the from the top down perspective? Oh my gosh! Well, this is the first year that Ashley and I both have been able to kind of like break away. We have enough staff and volunteers mm-hmm. to be able to go around and actually talk to the vendors and talk to people that are here as guests, mm-hmm. which has been wonderful. Um, but you know, we started setting up here yesterday at eight thirty in the morning. We were here until six o'clock last night. Wow! We got here at six thirty this morning. And, you know, assisting vendors in the lead up of what their dish will be, how can they portion things, how can they service things to meet health department standards. So there are a lot of moving parts, but it feels amazing to have it just come together and people are enjoying and yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, this should like speak to your background and wedding uh, planning events. This is going off without a hitch. Everybody's having fun. I don't know if you could get into celebrity weddings here here soon, but like everybody should go through you. Uh, Have you? Oh, you have. Yeah. Wow. Are you allowed to say who? Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Um, 
I'll say. Okay. Pat McAfee. Oh. His wife is here today. Oh. She's okay. a friend of mine. Okay. Um, and we've grown closer over the time that. So I do events for her foundation for the brand. Yeah. Um, and also, obviously, did their wedding. But it started with doing their wedding, and they loved it. So she's brought me on as a board member of her foundation. So I worked for them, and then. Um, I've done some like C-list celebrities out in California. Do you know who they are? Some of them. (laughs) Since I just said you won't know who they are, I probably shouldn't say their name. (laughs) I I from SpongeBob SquarePants. I have a list of C. I've only cooked for C-list celebrities. But I'm so proud of my list because it's. Oh, it's, you should be. It's like uh, uh, Don Marsh. Remember, like the the president yeah. of Mark. Yeah. For him, I, I think can for see uh, him in a suit with his red tie. I think right for two thirds of the band Grand Grand Funk Railroad. Okay, I don't know who they are, but I'll look them up. You know the song. Yeah, We're an Don American Mars. band. Yeah. That band. Yes. Wow. So, I sent a Coca-Cola to Gene Simmons from Kiss, but I can't say that I cooked for him. You almost cooked for Kanye West, though. I did. It got close. Got close. they didn't well, want to pay for sales Bridget, tax. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to say on air, if I ever get married and or ever become a celebrity, I will have you do my celebrity. Or marry a celebrity. Yay. Yes. If I ever marry, marry a celebrity. A celebrity. Yeah. If I marry a celebrity, I'm Level still on yourselves here. yourselves up, gentlemen. And we're, right. we're here. Can you, can you guys share that microphone? Yeah. We're here joined by your your, your wow. partner in crime, uh, Ashley Brooks. Ashley Welcome Brooks. back to the program. Thank you. Now, who are who are you wearing today? <laughs> who are you wearing? I am wearing my son's Adidas sneakers oh, okay. that he outgrew. <laughs> and I don't know. I feel like this is like my grandmother's doily. Yes. And that's just my vibe. So. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We were just we were just talking about how awesome this event is. What a wonderful job! This is my first time being here, and even after you guys like explaining it last year and seeing all the photos and stuff, I came in here and I was like, "This is huge! This is a huge event." How has the journey been from year one to now? Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in a different venue now. Mm-hmm. So um, year one, two, and three, we're at Pan Am Pavilion, and um, we moved here because it closed due to um, a hotel being put up. And um, yeah, this is just a different beast because that venue handled the bar service, all the ice, like beverages, mm-hmm. and Ashley and I bring everything in. So we like. Every table, every linen, every piece of ice that's in your cocktail. Yeah. Um, we've had a hand in bringing that into the venue, so it is more work for us and yeah. a lot harder logistically to well, make everything come together. We took two years off during the pandemic, yeah. too. Which was kind of lazy, I felt like. the festival. <laughs> What'd you say? It's kind of lazy, I felt like. So lazy. We're like, how can off. you have a food festival during a global <laughs> pandemic? Not happening. A lot of coffee. But, Very but hard. actually, it was like it was a good break for us and our families. And then we rebranded the whole thing. And then we have a new venue that really, like, I think fits our vibe better, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. It's bright and vibrant, fun, it's outdoors, part of the city. so we feel safe. And yeah, yeah. It's been amazing. I, I love that you've um, branded it with like the '90s hip hop. I'm obviously a huge fan, and just like I like every part of it. I'm a huge brunch fan, obviously. Thank you, me too. <laughs> and just like walking around, like I came, like 
I came to this event and I was like, oh yeah, I know a bunch of people here. Like, I forget that we yeah. do a brunch podcast. We see all of our friends <laughs> yeah, every we see all year. Of our friends. Like, it just feels like one big happy family. Yeah, it's like a, yeah. like a family reunion or a homecoming. Yeah. Um, what vendor, like, okay. Who's your favorite vendor? Who, who's been, who's been the stand, who's been some of the standout foods? Murr. Yeah, Martha Murr. Handle our bar services. Hey, shout out. <laughs> shout out, Martha Murr. Hey, hey. Um, I can tell you some of the people that have come back like five years in a row. Yeah, Tinker yeah. Coffee, Tinker. always a huge supporter, our good sponsor yeah. of yes. ours. Bluebeard has been here every, almost every year, I think. Every year, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gallery Pastry, yeah, yeah. Who else um, is five years? I mean, I think we've had like Landlocked here a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of repeat vendors. Like I think they come, mm-hmm. they realize they're reaching people that love to brunch and they want to come back. Yeah, plus it's fun. Now, how long after the event are you thinking about next year's event? Today. Today. Yeah, literally. Yesterday. We literally already talked to the venue today about what dates are available for next year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and the then, process literally takes a year. Is there is there like a, an idea of just like, all right, this went great, we're just going to run it back next year? Or is it like, how do we do bigger and better? It's like, do you guys have oh, to ratchet up? We improve every year. Like, we, we actually like really care about like guest feedback and vendor feedback. And so we're always like making little tweaks and improvements and um, just improving the whole experience. Yeah. How can we make it more fun? How can we make it more accessible? And what can we do to just make the overall experience better for everybody? That's yeah. great. I'm very excited about these um, raffles prizes that are going to be happening. Ooh, yes. You guys, you guys are uh, giving away a free ticket to adult summer camp. We are. We are. Which is amazing. One lucky winner. <laughs> uh, there was a, a wonderful knife by Ashblades that we, we were shown here by uh, Eric. Earlier. Eric. So Eric with Ashblades. He is a local blade maker. He has been our grand prize sponsor every single year oh, that's since great. year one. And yeah. he is like the most enthusiastic. He's just so excited. He's just really supportive of this event. And local chefs like absolutely love him. And he makes amazing products. So, yeah. But Ashley is, um, she just has so many connections in the community. So she has garnered a lot of prizes. This is our most prized year. We have tickets to concerts at Hi Fi. Um, gift cards to Easy Rider, Fowling, Goose the Market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of prizes. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of fun stuff. And we have a fashion contest this year. Oh. So we also have prizes for that. Wait, time out. Uh, fa- tell me a little bit more about that. So, like, um, best couple or group, and then best, like, uh, like brunch themed thing, mm. and then best overall dress. Because some people are a little more fancy. Right. Some people are coming in, like, donut shirts, which we love at all. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we want to recognize both spectrums. That, that is the thing. People are coming in fancy, dressed up to the heels. Last year, I wore a, a two piece suit, um, which was embarrassing. Um, I shouldn't have done that. I was yeah. shocked you had to have I, I was out of <laughs> I was out of my mind. It was the hottest day of the year. Um, I wish you were, wouldn't have wore a, uh, uh, an adult onesie today. There. I feel like that would have been yeah. a good one. Why did you wear your onesie? Well, yeah, well you know, what's up with that? To, we do this thing called a Harder Brunch Summer Camp, and we're really trying to promote that. So we, our whole crew, you see, wearing our Harder Brunch gear, uh, different <laughs> adult summer camp theme. You know, that you, makes you sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see a picture of you wearing it on stage, so I think that. Oh, who, that you, was very. Did that get leaked? 
Did my pictures get leaked? I'll tell you what. The, the, what he did on stage, he he was a little bit more modest, and he put like shorts underneath it. He walked into the kitchen just wearing the onesie one day, okay. and it it changed it changed my uh, opinion of him. His legs are amazing. <laughs> oh. I've heard. Okay, well, he, he does have very nice legs. I will say that. Well, if you're gonna wear an adult onesie, you should have Dad's legs. <laughs> All right. Noted. Well, noted. Have you right. guys tasted like all the food today? Have you had plenty need, of samples? Need, no samples. We've had some amazing food. We need to get more. That's that's for you sure. Do. Before it runs uh, out. And we're yeah. gonna let you go. I know you as the the grandmasters of this whole yeah. thing. Real quick, where can people find and follow Baby Got Brunch? At Baby Got Brunch Indie on Instagram and Facebook. BabyGotBrunch.net for the internet. Yes. Twenty twenty four. Coming at you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much. Amazing. Really fun. We love you all. Appreciate you. Best band at Baby (laughs) Gut. Yes. Best band, baby. Uh, Thank you so much. Hi, we're here talking with uh, RC and Elise, uh, better known as Indie Brunch Couple. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, it's, it's my favorite. It's my favorite noise <laughs> ever. Yes. The hip hop air horn is your favorite oh, noise. Yes. I'm like, yes. It does. It happens. That's a good. I have a man. I have an app here on my phone that does it, and every once in a while, I'll just accidentally hit it at the worst, most inopportune time. Oh. Well, when you did it at my grandma's funeral, I was a little less than impressed. Yeah, it wasn't. I, well, we can say it was inappropriate. It was inappropriate. It was, it was a nice tribute. I'm downloading that immediately. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, you can make. Any, Sorry, baby. You can make anything an event. You know. <laughs> Could, like, do, like that's how you wake her up in the yeah. morning. That's how oh, you. Uh, yeah. And it would, except I'm the one that wakes up early. Mm. Like I'm like, let's go to brunch. Is like, so okay. That's a Who's the brunchiest of the two of you guys? Oh, that's I, good I question. Look at you guys as like a one brunch couple, but who's the brunchiest? That's gonna be you. That. Oh, okay. Now, now let's expound. Why am I the brunchiest? Uh, cause of mimosas. Oh. But you like bloodies. I mean, I feel like that's equal, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And you guys are having a bloody and a mimosa right yes. now. You can't see on camera. Okay, oh, there we go. Is that the is that the dual branding? I think so. Yeah. For the yin and the yang. I mean, it really is. It really is. So I, I by nature, bubbles is my favorite. You can put it with anything. Water, fabulous. Mm. You can put it with. Um, Vodka cocktail, gin cocktail. Shimpy makes everything better. So a mimosa is just a natural progression, and apparently he just likes ketchup for breakfast because that's what I think of when he marries. Ketchup for breakfast. There, I feel like there is a scale of Bloody Mary. Like there is a scale of like top shelf Bloody Mary. This is great. This is a this is a wonderful cocktail. All the way down to your right, there is trash, boozy ketchup. Yeah, (laughs) so they're squirting the Heinz packets in the water. Now, how, what was your guys' origin story? How did you guys become the Indie Brunch Couple? I love the story. It's a good story. Okay. So, RC and I met through a mutual friend um, when we were both going through our divorces. And so, not in a great place in our lives, but a friend introduced us just as, here's other good people in the world. Um, and so, oh, am I not close enough? No. Hello. <laughs> I would say halfway between the two. Oh, I'm real sorry. There you go. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so we were um, going through divorce, um, both of us separately, and a good friend of ours introduced us and said, hey, there's good people in the world. Why don't you just come over? We'll do a game night. We'll just have a great night. And we both were um, not expecting anything, and we really hit it off. Um, I have a very sarcastic energy. I know nobody picked up on that. <laughs> RC looked like maybe he was expecting something. <laughs> so I had high hopes. <laughs> 
and Arcee is very jokey and fun, and so we just um, we lived about an hour and a half apart when we oh, first wow. met. Um, but we really hit it off when we wanted to spend more time together. So one of the ways that we um, were able to connect was over a meal. So hey, I'll meet you. Let's let's meet up for dinner. Let's get brunch. Let's get together and um, catch up on the week. And I was in um, nurse practitioner school. We were both very busy. Is my point. And mm-hmm. so food is always a great way to connect with people Absolutely. Um, but then brunch is meant to be a leisurely meal you take as long as you want you talk about things you sample foods you have cocktails most day drinking is kind of fun um, and so that was how we um, started as a couple and then after like a year of us posting on our personal pages on social media platforms here's where we went today look at all this fun stuff we're doing mm-hmm. our friends yeah. got a little tired we're here yeah Oh, you know, when you're first dating somebody, you're like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And finally, our friends were like, oh, I'm done with it. (laughs) And it was like, we were always posting where we were having brunch. And so I'm in the office, and uh, one of my coworkers said, so where's the indie brunch couple going to go eat today? And, oh, okay, that's an idea. And so then... I was like, okay, and no one was ever liking our pictures yeah. on our first page, so we said, you know what, screw them. We're going to like post, make an Instagram thing where people who actually like brunch will respond to us. So it's like, that's, that's and we were at... Um, we were at Cafe Buanda in Carmel, and we'd been dating about a year, and at that point when RC had mentioned doing that, I was like, oh, that seems like a lot of work, I don't know that that's what we are. We did it for fun. It yeah. was our connection. But when we did post it, the people that liked it were like, where are you? And so I was like, maybe there is a market for this. Nowhere else was focusing on brunch in Indy, and there's so many great places to go, and a lot of new places that feature new menus. So if you love a restaurant, chances are at some point they'll feature some brunch dishes on a Saturday or Sunday. And so it kind of became a game of like, where's the next place to go and enjoy brunch in the city and enjoy a place that we love the culinary scene of Indy? Where else can we enjoy this experience? So we started our page and slow growth, which is kind of the the best way to have that organic growth of people Mm. that want to see your content. So it's interesting that you, I, I know you're saying it jokingly at the beginning, the most famous brunch couple in Indy. I don't handle the people recognizing us well it's strange mm. to me i'm like but yeah i love I'm, it. he does he loves being on a stage and i don't dislike it i just i don't know how to respond to that sure. i'm like oh hi what's your name cool and i i take it i make it more personal they're like i know you from social media it just happened earlier yeah. i know what here. you ate for breakfast yesterday <laughs> <laughs> also that also that yeah. no, I, you I mean, also wear big shades uh or you know put bags over your heads when you go in public no i don't i never like we'll never hide ourselves i i mean ironically like i think the red hair has become iconic so this is like mm. my signature look i love this i think i think rc loves that that's part of the reason we're together we're unique together so we're very yeah. you see us and someone jokingly said we we spot you a mile away mm. we know the any brunch couple so i think that yeah. that's a part of it but also the Content that we bring kind of has a, a theme to it. So it's the red and the silver. Yeah, that's right. Silver oh. socks. And you actually get a, like a cartoon caricature or something like that. I tried with uh, some AI stuff, oh. and I was like trying to make. Oh. Well, I, I should post those. It was Please. Some Do they have like twenty-seven <laughs> fingers? Yeah, like bizarre <laughs> versions of us. Yeah. You know, there. and yeah, like one, one of them put together. They did. They did. It was the weirdest thing. Yeah. It was we, so we strange. We did one of those for me and Dad. Actually, it looked like <laughs> they had a weird love child. Okay, well, now I want to see that. Yeah, where they put us together. Yeah. Yeah. One heart shade on one side. Yeah. The well, on the other. If I could just say this, and I'll, I might get canceled for this, you guys are a very beautiful can- uh, couple. Thank you. I, Thank you. I feel like uh, even like you know who Pixar. Pixar could take your pic- images, <laughs> and it'd be like very friendly to the kids as well. You guys are just very uh, photogenic people. Thank you. And so um, I think that's what. 
I think I'm done. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> Let me help you out here. Uh, no, I think it's funny what you're talking. Cause like being a like a comedian and a podcaster, it's like I say so many things into a microphone and then immediately forget it. And then I forget that I, I just put this in a library that's going to last forever. Yes. And I'll have people be like, hey, man, remember when you said X, Y, Z in August of last year? And sure I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I just ramble on. <laughs> Do you but, make them play back for you so you can be like, oh, oh, I did. I try to always ask for context. There I'm like, oh, what, what yeah. was I talking about? And I'm like, also, I'm drinking a lot when I'm yeah. podcasting. So who knows what know. I said? Uh, but it is funny. But, like, I've been on both sides of it, like, doing comedy. Like now, I was a comedy fan, and now I'm a professional comedian, and so I'm like meeting people that I used to listen to their podcasts, mm -hmm. and then you meet someone, and I'm like, man, I know so much information about this person. <laughs> True. And then you're sitting there, and I'm like, man, I know about your troubled childhood. I know about your last girlfriend. Uh -huh. and like I know all your favorite foods, and then you're like meeting them, like hello. So it is there. It is kind of interesting when you put yourself out there. On luckily, only people know where we meet. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, there's no personal drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's honestly that's the most fun part. And um, I that, don't know how that could be a side thing, like indie brunch fights. You know, yeah. <laughs> See, we don't have those. Get our Patreon. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Get your Patreon for sure. I don't even know what that is. A Patreon? Like, like, like no. You pay money. It's like an OnlyFans. Well, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more, a lot more clothes. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we have a Patreon. It's exactly like OnlyFans. We should have an OnlyFans. Have we been doing Patreon wrong this whole time? Is that yeah. <laughs> I thought clothing was brunch. optional and yeah. we choose clothing. Oh, no. Uh, you know, I think you guys should like just be uh, get your own podcast. Um, people will pay to watch you talk about brunch places. That would be interesting. Yeah, let's start up some rival brunch podcasts. No, 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 no. That's a great idea. People love brunch podcasts. It's a hit. <laughs> we just we'll have them on. Them. How about that? We'll have we'll just, them on we'll six times a year. Who's been the? Uh, who stood out today? What what food have you guys really enjoyed today? Yeah, that's Maybe what I got brunch. Um, books, bacon and bourbon. God, I hope I said that right. Or sorry, AJ. So AJ's the chef. Mm -hmm. yes. BB and B. Yes. Has a food truck. He actually, um, we met him maybe three years ago. So early in our, we've done our page for about four and a half years. We met him early in our Instagram-ish world. Um, he was making um, amazing, like, cream-filled donuts and things like that out of his apartment downtown. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a storefront. He didn't have a food truck. And we just found him through Instagram, which that's the coolest part of social media is finding these yeah. things that otherwise you wouldn't care about. Get it again on the and ground level. these people that... Yeah. Uh, Entrepreneurs, these business yeah. people, Watch them they grow. started. And, yeah. You know, oh, I'm just going to make something and sell it out of my apartment. Right. And now they got a food truck, or they got a they got a, a storefront. Right. It's, it's it's neat to see that process. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So AJ's um, breakfast taco actually never had any of the savory stuff. Usually he has like cereal, milk, donuts, like these like kind of niche, delicious things that are unique to his brand. And so he had a breakfast taco today and had an entire slab of bacon cooking, which I could have stood there all day and just been like all this. I'll have some of that. Free smells. Oh, so good. That's Free awesome. smells for sure. But the um, it's like had all of like the umami. It was like crunchy, savory, a little bit of sweet. Um, obviously, with the bacon, you've got kind of that like that smokiness. So that's probably my favorite breakfast taco. Is there is there any brunch items uh, in general that? Either of you don't like like, like Ooh, good question. Kind of like a, a normal thing. Like, I hate avocado toast. I hate no. cheese. 
god, no. Let no, I can, I can get tired of things. Like, mm. I'll, I'll go through a moment where I'm like, I don't want anything with eggs on it, because I'm, mm. I'm up yeah. to here with yep. eggs. Yeah. Chorizo. Yeah, but it's like, I like I love chorizo. I'm from Texas, so I'm okay. like, I'm yeah. San Antonio, so it's like a lot of oh, yeah, 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 yeah. food. So it's like, I love chorizo and everything like that. I love delicious. Delicia had a great brunch. Oh, that's true. That's true. Honestly, the only thing that I I stand I cannot get into Bloody Marys. I, I've tried, and it's and it's you strange try. because I yeah. love a lot of other tomato products. You've really been I'm dunking on Bloody Marys yeah. this I, whole episode. Do you like spicy <laughs> foods? I love spicy. So I've been trying the spicy it. Bloody Mary. I don't know if that's going to change your mind at right all. Here. Okay, I'll go try it. There I'll you try, go. It. try it right now. Try it right now on the podcast. It has to be fresh. There we go. I like that. It has to be fresh. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if it's watered down, you lose you lose the essence of what it's supposed to taste like. So, I agree. Um, no, I don't think that there's any food, but I'll tell you, this is kind of interesting. When we first started our page, I would order a lot of sweet breakfast oh, yeah. foods. Okay. And RC would be more of the savory. So I'd usually give pancakes, French mm. toast, those types of things. I don't. It was just a craving. It's what I liked when we went to brunch. And now I'm like... I'll have a little bit, but I don't want it. And he orders we most win. of the sweet stuff. And I'm usually like the savory abo toast or bacon or chili kiosk or something like really savory. But we will always try the other person. In five years, she's going to be down in bloody. Oh, all I believe and it. And you'll be the mimosa yeah. king. Yeah. I, know, I know. Eventually, you guys are going to become the AI amalgamation <laughs> of yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's how that works, right? It just tells you the future. You just don't yeah, see it. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. We'll have seven uh, thinkers. <laughs> Here, here's a little tip of what me and my friends like to do when we go out to brunch. Uh, speaking of this, uh, the sweets, uh, we do like to do a, a waffle for the table. Because okay. I feel like eating a whole waffle is a lot, especially if you're eating something else. Can you get a waffle for the table and break it up? No, no good, sir. Absolutely. He takes three, three bites of the waffle. Yeah. <laughs> he takes three bites of the waffle and then gives it to me. I do. Yeah. I end up so being the trash the can. I'm the table. <laughs> waffle for the table. Bad the table. The table is also picking up the check. <laughs> well, that's uh, interesting. Well, that is probably the, the only way to do it when you got a lot of friends. Just get a whole bunch of everything. Oh, yeah. Sample it out. Everybody just family style and just nibble off of everything. So that way, you know, you're not stuck with something that maybe you don't like. Have you ever seen there's an episode of um, Anthony Bourdain gets taken? He had never been to a Waffle House. No. And it's like a Southern chef. It's on YouTube. You should watch it. It's that like, would be amazing. It's like a Southern chef is taking Anthony Bourdain, and they're doing like a tasting menu of Waffle House. Okay. But he's treating it like they're at like a Michelin star restaurant. Sure. And and I think they're both drunk, too. So it's just great. And he's just like, no, no, you got to have. This is the is smothered and covered. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. They're, they're super late. I think I think the 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 cook is like smoking a cigarette if I remember correct yeah. though. No. I did go You're into setting the stage, right? I went to a, a do you remember Peppy Grill? Yes. Like the one on 10th Street. I literally went there one time and our server was also the cook and she was definitely smoking a cigarette when she was making nice. the food. I was she like, did it. It's real east side. You can taste the can- uh, like the the, the, the cigarette and the the food. Uh, thank you guys so much. I want to keep you for too long. <laughs> See, I, I was, love that transition. I was I was ready to wrap it up, but I didn't even realize what he just said. I was like, yeah, that's a weird place to. <laughs> A weird place to end an interview. Just be the table. Oh, oh my just gosh. The table, baby. Uh, where can people find you guys and follow you on social media? Yeah, so we are on Instagram mostly, also Facebook, but it's Indie French Couple. I N D Y. But it's got little um, underscores in, the, in between Indie, indie underscore, underscore brunch underscore couple. couple. Nice. Oh, by the way, we'd love to have you guys come over and uh, brunch with us. Let's do brunch it. with Harder Brunch. We're never gonna say no to that. The Thank real you way. So much. Yeah. The real way. 
<laughs> we will show you a brunch. As you should. And uh, we'll remember that mimosa and Bloody Mary. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get them switched next time. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to start with the Bloody. Yeah. And we'll start the episode that way where I'm... We'll just, we'll just make spicy mimosas. We'll, we'll just AI it and put it all together. <laughs> yeah. Please yeah. do. One drink. Oh. Awesome. Well, we? cheers, guys, and thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so nice much for day. having us. Appreciate it. <laughs> See you.